Welcome to another edition of the Instant Journeyman Podcast, Whatever Wednesday series. That's where we have guests from all over the map to talk about anything ranging from sports to politics, musicals, food, and even safety, or really whatever we want to talk about. Uh, so please enjoy. And today's guest is Joshua. Uh, Joshua is the founder and artistic director of Dark Circles Dance Company uh, and the co-founder of Fair Assembly, uh, which is an ensemble theater company um, that is, uh, he co-founded with uh, a couple others. Uh, he is a graduate of Southern Methodist University and has created work for festivals in Asia, Europe, and North America, winning awards for his choreography in South Korea, Japan, Canada, and the U.S. Um, he's created over 40 new works for a ton of different companies, uh, and he's he's just a, a, a great guy to begin with. Um, I, I met him back in 2014 uh, in Dallas. And we, we talk about all that, and it was it was a lot of fun catching up. Uh, we actually talked about how we're going to uh, collaborate and, and do a project together. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I love musicals, and uh, him and I are going to hopefully uh, create a, a musical in uh, the near future together. So uh, have a listen. Ben. I'm good, brother. Thanks for thanks for inviting me to do this. I'm I'm good. I've been surprisingly busy um considering all the things that are going on for us yeah. right now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I uh I wanted to I wanted to get you on it for a while now and I know that you've been busy and whatnot. Uh we're we're doing a whatever Wednesday so we can just, you know, talk about basically whatever, but there are things that I want to catch up with you about. Um but just to give the listeners a, a, a brief uh, background on how we met and then who you are, what do you, what do you do? Why, why are you on my podcast? <laughs> um, so, so I, uh, I met you back in, oh shit, uh, I want to say like what, 2000, maybe 14? I don't even know. I think it's yeah, 14 or 15 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and well, when, when did I turn 30? I turned 30. Maybe six years ago. Am I thirty six? I don't even know how old I am. Uh, so it was like it was like six, five or six years ago I met you. And, At the fair. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What did, was that the first time we met? Was that the fair? Yeah, that was the first time. I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. What a blast that was. So so we 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 met at the 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 Texas State Fair in Dallas, Texas, which is. If you if you go to any state fair, it doesn't even come close to Texas State Fair. Like that is by far one of the best things I've I've gone to. It, it's so fun. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure it's definitely it, it, better it, it, than the fair in, in New Mexico where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you uh, you know you, you're kind of used to the Texas State Fair now, so it's, it's kind of lost its pizzazz, but. Oh my God! It was it was amazing. Uh, it was it was you. Um, who, who else was there? It was Josh, right? Joshy. Yeah. And or not Joshy. I'm sorry. Josh, Joshua, Chatty, Brigham, um, Zach, Zach, Alex, and Evan. Evan and Morgan. 
Yep. Wow. That was that was a the great crew. crew too. Yeah, that was a great crew too. So so we went there uh and and we met, we hung out and then since then we've uh we've we basically just uh you know kept in touch via text and you know just you know saying, "Hey, how's it going? What's up?" and then when I'm in town, I try to meet up with you guys uh when you get, you know when you're in somewhere that I travel for work, we always meet up or try to meet up. We met up in Chicago. That was the last time I saw you, right? Yeah, we went and had a nice deep dish pizza. That's right, Chicago. Chicago deep dish. It was it was awesome. And and that's when we talked about which which we're gonna talk about now. That's when we talked about uh, a work that we're, a piece of work that we want to do together, uh, which is uh, I don't even know how to say it, but I want to I want to do a musical based on the music of Rod Stewart. We just have to get that approval and then and then go about it. But I. I've uh, I've been dabbling back and forth with uh, you know with how to do it and everything else like that and man I am I'm stoked I I, I mean I I saw that you have a lot going on but uh, one of these uh, one of these days we're gonna sit down and kind of map it out and get the ball rolling yeah no I was super excited and actually you know when we when we I think it was probably when I I came to stay at your place in Miami in Miami. Yeah, and I was I was teaching a composition workshop in Miami, but I think that's when I sort of found out that you were a musical theater lover, mm-hmm. and your your um, your passion for um, <laughs> oh, what's their face from uh, Sutton Foster? From, uh, <laughs> yeah, Sutton Foster. Yeah, hey, what up, Sutton? So anytime <laughs> I, I I hear her sing or I you know see something about a show that she's doing, I I'll automatically think of you. But yeah, that's awesome. Was super excited when you when you mentioned trying to do a project together because I think that would be I think that would be a yeah, blast. for sure, for sure. No, it, it'll be so much fun. And and I like yeah, I, I've 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 been in musical theater uh, since middle school. I was I was in musicals and and everything else like that. I apologize in the background. We have uh, I, I just moved into a new house and uh, I have uh, some some work being done. So. I, uh, I apologize if you hear things in the background, but uh, man, I, I back to this. I I started in middle school in musical theater, doing just the, the musicals. We did uh, Agatha Christie. Uh, we did uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, well, which was funny though, because we didn't pay. We we paid for the rights of the music and stuff like that, but we didn't pay for the the rights of like certain things. So we couldn't have ruby red slippers. So we had to have silver slippers. It was it was hysterical. <laughs> yep, yep. Take that icon and throw it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, and then in high school, Fiddler, um, Annie, get your gun. Uh. uh what was the other one? Uh, Drive the Chaperone. Bye Bye Birdie. No, Bye Bye Birdie. And then we did uh, George M. And then my alma mater, they did Drowsy Chaperone. And I was so uh, jealous that they, they were able to do it. I mean, Drowsy, I saw Drowsy Chaperone when it came out on Broadway uh, with my girl Sutton Foster. And it was phenomenal. That That's one of the top musicals, in, in my opinion. It's 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 hilarious. So. I actually just saw. Um, I think Beth Level was in was in that. Wasn't she the chaperone? I believe so. The yeah. Original cast. Yeah. I just I saw so. her do the prom on Broadway. I guess it's a couple of years ago now, but now it's on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but you should definitely check out the I, prom on Netflix. You know, it's so funny. Um, so my wife, 
she well, she you know you know Fran you met her a couple times yeah uh, she's she's not like a huge like musical buff and and she's like oh this this movie looks kind of cool we should we should watch it so we turned it on and then uh, they break out into song and I know that she's just not into that and I was like <laughs> I, I look at I look at her and she's I go you want to continue watching this <laughs> she goes. She goes, we can. I was like, no, no, I'll watch it by myself when you're like at work or something. <laughs> it was so definitely funny. make sure you watch it when you get a chance. It's it's pretty spectacular. Um, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it on Broadway, and I I enjoyed it on film too. Sort of fun to relive it, and I think they did a really nice job of translating it. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm really digging the musicals that they're, they're, they're making into movies. Um, I, I know it's, it's, it's kind of annoying, like they're, they're Hollywoodizing it all and, and all that. But I, I am, I'm actually really enjoying it. I think that it's, uh, it, it's, 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 it enables people who love musical theater or have never experienced musical theater because of the price or because there's nothing really in their area. Uh, to experience it, you know, even though it is in film, it's it's still a, a, a great way to get, uh, I think, younger people or even, you know, middle-aged people to uh, look at it in, in a different way and say like, oh, wow, I didn't think I'd be into musicals, but this is awesome. I want to I wanna see more like this. Um, yeah, 100%. You know, I, I mean, I grew up in a small town in southern New Mexico, and, you know, the first thing I ever saw was cats on tour but we had to drive to El Paso, Texas. We had to drive an hour to see anything because, you know, touring stuff just didn't come through. And so any any Broadway Broadway shows that I saw were all sort of national touring things or things that were on, um, on PBS on uh, great performances. Yeah. When they used yeah. to have great performances. So I think that there's there's definitely something to be said for the fact that now – particularly in this in this world. I mean, I, I just got back from creating a new work for a company in St. Louis called the Big Muddy Dance Company. And because of COVID, we created the work and filmed it in a theater and there weren't any live, there, weren't, there wasn't a live audience. So it was streamed live. Um, but that allows people who don't have access to, you know, St. Louis in the middle of winter to see to see work, I think there's something there's something cool about about how wide the net can be cast now. Um, how many more people can see things that they weren't able to see because of either where they were at or or you know the price of a ticket or the price of traveling somewhere. Yeah, no, I I I, I love this idea, um, and I I I personally I don't think it's 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 taken away from people going live. I think if people have the opportunity to go live or view it on, you know, online or on, on, on the big screen, I think people would much rather see it live, um, you know, because that's just, that's how you really get engaged with it. I, I, it's, it's a whole different story. You know, you can, you can watch. Um, and, and I, I, unfortunately, because last weekend when you sent me the, the link, I wasn't able to click on it because I, uh, I was moving that weekend. So I was, I was unable to, uh, to do it, uh, just because I was jam packed. I think Friday night I went to bed at, at, at uh, at 2 a.m., Saturday 4 a.m., and then Sunday I went to bed at around like 1. So I was like just nonstop. 
Yeah, it was it was brutal. Way past uh, yeah. that time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was I was dragging this you know, just Monday morning was, was a was a tough morning and then you know, I was it was even up till, you know, one o'clock last night just because I'm trying to get things done and you know, the painters are here and all that stuff. So but uh I, I moving, was that moving is no fun. Oh, it's 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 brutal. And we moved a ton this weekend and we still have a ton more to move this whole week. Uh but I uh I wasn't able to click in and, and, and view your, your Sherlock Holmes piece, but I, I was I was bummed because it looked pretty cool. Uh and I, I'm a I love Sherlock Holmes. I think he's really uh I, I love like the movies, I love the book. So I was I was pretty stoked about that. Well, I'm sure it'll come around again or you know, someday when I when I get a link to it myself I'll pass it along. But yeah, yeah I just I totally fell into that Sherlock Holmes world and I actually am now trying to read other things, but all I really want to read is more Sherlock Holmes stories. <laughs> you know, yeah. Spent, like two weeks, I would read one or two stories a day while I was working on this piece. It's nice. just, it's fun. It's, it's fun stuff. And no, I, 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 I agree. Digging into that. So now, so now let's, let's, let's tell the, the listeners what, uh, what, what you do. They'll give them a little background on you. So you, 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 you moved from a small town uh, and you went to college in, in Dallas, right? You went to, was it uh, Southern yeah, Methodist? SMU. Yeah, yeah, I went to SMU. Southern Methodist in Dallas um, and did a degree in dance performance. And then because I was enjoying the classes, I double majored in English. Um, and that's where I actually met Zach and, and Alex and Morgan, which is how I eventually met you. So those are right. my college buddies. And then when I graduated from college at SMU, I moved to South Korea and danced for a big ballet company in South Korea for a few years. And when I got tired of doing Swan Lake and Giselle and uh, <laughs> over and over and over again, um, I left the ballet company, but I didn't feel like I was done with the country yet. So I took a job teaching kindergarten English so I could keep my visa and stay in the country and that's when I eventually, with a friend of mine, sort of after work, started my company, which is called Dark Circles Contemporary Dance, which we now have a branch of here in, in Dallas. Yeah, and so you started... years old, actually. Ooh. You started you yeah. started Dark Circles in, in Korea, you said, right? Yeah, in Korea, in Korea with my, my best friend there. We just, we yeah. weren't seeing the work we wanted to see, and we weren't doing the work we wanted to do, so we decided to do it ourselves and and when you when you when you did that then you moved back to the states and you said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna create a branch here in the states and it's been it's been pretty uh pretty successful i i mean i've 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 seen i've seen a few things in the past um uh that you know you you've sent me like little things of, of, of this and that i haven't seen a full show because it's in dallas or, or places that i'm not uh but i'm I, I, I've definitely seen some pieces that you've done, uh, you, Chatty, and, and, and some others. And it's it seems really, really cool. And things that you post on Facebook and things like that, I, like, how did you, how did you, first of all, how did you come to creating a company? Uh, other than just seeing, saying that you didn't see things, you weren't doing things that you wanted to do and you weren't seeing things that you wanted to see uh, in the industry, like, you just, you just one day said, hey, let's let's start this up? No, it was sort of an accident, really. Um, 
we so like I said, I was teaching kindergarten, and my my friend who I started the company with was doing his mandatory military service in Korea. Everybody has to do two years of mandatory military service, and so um, after work, we I I was also teaching at the time, so I would teach kindergarten during the day, but I was also teaching ballet at some of the universities, and one of the professors got a gig that she didn't want to do and offered it to me, which was just to create a new work for this international dance festival in the countryside. And so I, I took it right away and I called up a bunch of my friends and was like, hey, do you want to do this project with me? And so we did it. And when we were a day out from the festival, I get a call from the festival director saying, hey, what's the name of your company? Is it Joshua Ballet Company? I'm like, absolutely not. That's a horrible name. I would never, I would never, first of all, and we're not really a company. I mean, it's just me and some friends. Like, well, no, this is an international dance festival. You've got to have a name. And so <laughs> I sort of came up with some random name on the spot. And then I went to rehearsal and told my friends about it. And they were like, you know, we should call ourselves like Panda Dance or, or um, Dark Circles Contemporary Ballet because we were all working our day jobs and then getting on a bus, going to the countryside where we had free rehearsal space we would rehearse for like four or five hours and then we would all go to dinner together and then we would go get coffee. And by the time, you know, we were done, it was like four in the morning and then we would have to go to work again the next day. So we, we decided that Panda dance probably wasn't a great name, but we literally had dark circles. And so after, you know, after a few, after a few more invitations, after that initial festival, we were like, you know, why not have, a company and why not call it dark circles it's kind of kind of fun kind of cool that's, and that's, that's how awesome. it happened that's so and then awesome. when i moved back to when i moved back to the states it was because i had a job offer here that i didn't feel like i could turn down and so that's how i ended up back in dallas and when that job turned out when we you know me and the director of the company here sort of turned out to have different ideas about what it was i should be doing um, you know, I left that company and and started a branch of Dark Circles here, and the rest, as we say, is history. That's right. That's right. And now, what uh, you know, what what exciting things do you have? I, like, when when you were in Miami, you uh, uh, you you were teaching uh, it was what did you call it, a seminar maybe. Yeah, I was teaching a week-long workshop about how to make dances, essentially about how to how to compose, or essentially how to write, um, how to how to make how to choreograph. Um, and it was a really really fun week. I I had never been to Miami before, and I had a great time. And you took me to get this burger that was on a on a Dude, donut. I, I think have never that, forgotten. I think of that burger nonstop. It was it was a. a, a I think it had bacon. I don't even know, but I think it had a. Ba- it was like a bacon oh, so burger, good. and it was a glazed with donut. Yes, with an egg. It had a glazed donut on it. Oh my god! It, like you ordered it, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna get a regular one. And then you were raving about. It. I was like, can I just have a bite? And you're like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I took a bite, and I was like, holy shit, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, and, that was also for the all. first time I had gator and conch. I think. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Oh man, that was a great trip. Oh. Uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Saw the all the lizards when you took me to the lighthouse. All the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Invasive for those, species tour. <laughs> for those those that uh, are, are Miami, you know, uh, are not 
big in Miami or, or haven't been to Miami quite a few times, if you ever go, uh, email me and I will share all the different things that he's talking about, you know, because there's, there's so many things that, in, in my opinion, you have to go see. And I'm not talking about just like, you know, South Beach and, and like the, the, you know, the typical like clubs and stuff like that. I'm, I'm talking about like the, the local sites and you go to the local, you know, restaurants and things like that. So, so I, uh, I'll let you in on, on, on all those secrets if you, if you email me at the instant tournament. Um, you know, at gmail.com. But anyway, uh, back to Joshua. Uh, if you go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, had to, had to guess, what, what would be your, your like, your favorite, uh, you know, style of dance? So you, you talked about ballet, not guess, by the way, but if you had to, you know, pick. You, you talked about you, you, you were big in ballet. Um, and, and now I know that you do, you know, I, and, this is me knowing not much of my, uh, not much of anything, but interpretive dance is that is that something that you would consider? Uh, that yeah, you I, I guess I guess yeah. I think if people look at it, sometimes they think it's it's uh, you know the sort of stereotypical flailing around of you know hippies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, you know. I, I was classically trained and all of the dancers that I work with have all been classically trained, which is to say that, you know, they've got degrees and studied ballet and studied modern dance and studied, you know, jazz or tap or a million other forms. Um, but, you know, and I saw myself really, really specifically as, as a ballet dancer when I left university, which is why I pursued a, a career in ballet. It turns out that wasn't, that wasn't uh, exactly right for me. And I ended up working with this Israeli choreographer named Ohad Naharin, who is just a spectacular um, composer and a brilliant, brilliant man who sort of reinvigorated the dance world in a lot of ways, I think, and, and has, has created a very strong... Um, new sort of aesthetic for for contemporary dance. Um, he's sort of, we're all now sort of in his lineage because that's the style or that's the philosophy that a lot of people have been exposed to that um, the choreographers are using now. So anyway, I that was sort of a, a long-winded way of saying that I think that dance is something that is a, a a human ritual and it's something that belongs to humans in general and moving is sort of more interesting to me than any specific form of dance, any specific genre. Um, I just like to see people who are enjoying moving in what, in whatever way. So it's sort of a slick way of not giving you an answer. <laughs>
Hey, did I lose you? Oh, sorry. You there? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I was, I was talking up a storm. I don't know what happened there. Um, but what I was saying is I, that's really cool. Like I, I, I love, I love expressive, you know, through or expressions through movement. And, and, and when I was hanging out with you guys in Dallas, I mean, whether it was like you, you know, um, Alex, Morgan, anybody like you guys, like with the toe taps and the, the different things. And I, <laughs> it's so, it's so fucking cool. You know, like, like I just I I love seeing that I love to be around it so it's it's really fun to hear you know just how you you know how you kind of kind of, I, I don't know how how you interpret it how you view view it so I I love that I think I think it's great I um like I said I I enjoyed all that I I, I looked at your website and you could see some of your like you know videos and whatnot I, by the way I want I want to get one of these these shirts. I like these shirts that you have on here. Oh yeah, I'll pass them I'm gonna, along. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy one of these online today. Um, but yeah, I got uh, 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 the the website. I love the website. By the way, it is darkcirclescontemporarydance.com, or you can just Google them and just put Dark Circles Dance, and then it'll pop up Dark Circles Dance uh, Company in Dallas, Texas. Uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, but I it, it to me it's this is this is fun uh and that's why you know hanging around with you guys and talking to you guys i was like man you know what this is the part i was missing i was missing this one i've always dreamed of you know writing a musical and and it seems silly like jeremy you don't know much about that but i i really have this vision and i just need people to uh you know help interpret that vision and and i feel like you and you know whoever that you want to bring in would be uh, the, the people to do it. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And, uh, and, and I promise you this year, we're gonna, we're gonna focus on it as long as you have the free time. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm totally into it. And I, and I would say, I think, you know, it's not about having the knowledge about something like this. It's about, it's about storytelling, which is a, is a human way of sharing, sharing things. And I think that that's something that's really innate to everybody as, as movement is right. And as dance is, is a human ritual and a, a, a way that, you know, people communicate without having to think about it. You know, we understand body language without having to study it. Um, we, you know, we can understand anger in a person's body. We can, I mean, kids, if they hear a beat, they're going to move, you know, it's like, right. You know, I don't think, I don't think it takes, an education to be a storyteller if you're telling it from a really honest and authentic place, which, which is something that I think probably is what attracts me to you as a person anyway. Um, because no one wants to hang out with an asshole, right? So, so all that is to say that, and also I think that you have done more musicals than I did. So <laughs> I think, you know, plenty, plenty a lot. I've I've certainly seen more more musicals than most people. I've I've seen over, you know, I I lost count when I got into the '80s, um, but I I have every playbill. It's actually at my parents' house somewhere. I gotta I gotta find those. But I have every playbill and every musical I went to. I've I've I bought a, a program, uh, and uh, you know it's just it's so real and like and 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 and. and fun just to you know for two hours or three hours however long it is 
to just be in a room and get swept away into it. It's it's to me there's there's nothing better. Like I I love it. I would go to I would like I would be in New York City. I would go to musicals by myself. Uh, you know I would, yeah. I would get last last minute tickets at the TKPS building. Or my favorite was I was I was I working that. at Equal- yeah, I was I was working at Equinox Fitness Clubs, and I was at the front desk, and you know I would have members come in, and they'd be like, "I have two tickets to this, I can't go." You know, you always help me out. Do you want them for free? Or you're good. I was like, "Really?" You know, I've seen so many shows like that. I've seen it, it's. I'm like, yeah. And then I would ask my manager, "Hey, can I can I get off work early today? You know, I'll <laughs> I'll pick up another shift, but I, I got two tickets." And then I could get nobody to go with me, or or one of the girls would, you know, I, that I worked with, I would call them up, and be like, "Hey, you want to go see a show?" They'd be like, "Hell yeah!" So I saw Amazing. I saw Forty Second Street like that. I saw nice. Um, yeah, I saw uh, what was it? Um, I saw the producers with Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick like that. Amazing. I only yeah. saw that on the Tony Awards. You know, that's another. You know, that's one of those other things that I would wait for every year. I'd wait for the Tony Awards just so I could see. What was the going on shows. on Broadway? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and this so, was before yeah. internet, before YouTube. Like, I mean, not before right. internet, but before it was like. Right. I know what you mean. Before, before, before it was it was mainstream to stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I definitely, I also saw Forty Second Street. I was doing a summer a summer program in New York City, and we stayed at the West Side Y, right by the park. And I was there for a few weeks. Yeah, and we went and we went and saw Forty Second Street. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I've seen Forty Second Street four times. I saw Wicked twice. Oh. I've seen uh, the producers twice. I've seen once with Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick, and once with the guy from Wings. I forget his name, but he was great in it. It was it was so good. And and that like I've seen. Um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of the other one I saw twice. Uh, well, I've seen Phantom twice, obviously. Everybody sees Phantom, I feel like. Uh, but I, I forget. I've seen, you know, Beauty and the Beast twice. I've seen, like, a bunch of these different ones twice or, or even three times. Um, one, there's there's two that stand out that were just so good and just, like, you know, emotionally, like, you you, 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 you reach a different level. And, and it sounds cheesy. I know that people are going to be like, what the hell is Jeremy talking about? But... Until you experience it, it's, it's it's hard to describe it. But um, I don't know if you've seen. Uh, um, I'm gonna pull it up right now. I'm trying to think. Next to normal. No, I uh, didn't. But I know it was a game changer in a lot of ways. Oh my God! There's a, there's a point in the show when you know things come to fruition, and you're like, holy shit! Um, I I when when I was traveling to New York City for work. Uh, I, my boss at the time was uh, working out of California and he met me in, uh, New York and, you know, we did our work and then he's like, you want to go see a show? I was like, yeah. I was like, I hear good things about next to normal. You want to go see that? We couldn't sit next to each other because there was like single tickets only. So we went and saw it at the end of it. He's like, I was bawling. I was like, really? I was like, I didn't go that far, but I was close. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was so funny. Um, it's, it's something about, I, I don't know, part of it is the shared experience, I think, of just being in, in an audience with with other people and seeing something like that, because that is a singular moment. Nobody can repeat the performance. 
right. you know, the energy of the people on the stage. Everybody's got a different instrument. Every performance is completely different. There's never a repetition. And so that's the cool thing about live performance. Yeah, and then and then the the other show that really kind of is like a you know pulls at the heartstrings is is uh, um, nine n i n e nine, uh, and it was with I I I saw it with John Stamos. Uh, wow. Which, yeah, Uncle, Uncle Jesse. Jesse. Uncle Jesse rocked rocked the house. Uh, but I saw it with John Stamos. We were sitting in the first row, which I normally am not a big fan of, but that was what was available, and it was it was awesome. And, you know, I, part of it, they flood the stage and he dances inside this like flooded stage. So you're getting sprayed with a little bit of water. It was so fucking cool. Um, it, the original cast, it was uh, Antonio Benderes. And he, oh, uh, yes. So John Stamos took over as, as Guido, which is one of the characters, the main character. And it was, it was phenomenal. It was so fucking cool, man. I, 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 I can't like so if you ever get a chance and I believe they made a movie. Uh, they did. On, they made a nine. movie which I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see the movie either, but I I've seen the musical and it was it was awesome. It was awesome. So yeah, if you're if you're ever in the mood, those those are two that are great. I I still uh, it's it's funny. I've I've done the drive many times from uh, Miami to New York, New York to Miami, back and forth. I've done it at least four or five times. Uh, and I, like, there's, there's like portions of the drive that I will sit there and I will literally go onto my, my Spotify. I have a, a playlist of show tunes that I've seen and I fucking love it. I just, I jam out. I'm, I sing as loud as I can in the car. Uh, if I'm alone, if I'm not alone, I just sing to myself, but, uh, it's, it's amazing. Sounds like we yeah. need to take a, a road trip. Um, oh, you would love road trips with me, man. You would love yes. it. I'm telling you. Let's plan one. Let's do it. I, I would I would do it in a heartbeat. I uh I but yeah, musicals I've seen, uh I I, I have a list. I, are you on Spotify? I should share my list with you. It's it's I, three hours long. <laughs> this, nice. this, this 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 uh thing, so but yeah, and then In the Heights. In the Heights is amazing. I cannot wait for the movie to come out. It was yeah. supposed to come out this spring, but I'm I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, great great show. It's 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 so it's so good in my opinion. It's it, there's 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 you know nothing nothing in that, that 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 gets better than that. It's so good, so good. So uh, what what I wanted to do is I wanted to I wanted to ask you um, is, is there any 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 big things coming up that that we can plug for you that I can I can go ahead and and try to get you know viewership for you and things like that and um, uh, you know and, you know kind of you know promote you guys in any way I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna post on on Instagram and Facebook and whatnot but I I wanna I wanna add I'm gonna add your websites or, or you know things like that but. I want to I want to get more people you know drawn to your website or to you guys to to, to check it out because it's it's uh it's it's very cool you know to see what you guys are doing and and you is just just so we know that you know you're the artistic director and then you have um you know I, it seems like you have like you know, six or seven uh, artists with you guys and then the executive director is is Chatty it looks like is that right yeah 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 Chatty my partner is, is the executive director. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, 
Uh, he's done. I, I see a couple things of, of, with him dancing. He's 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 done a few um, uh, pieces with you guys where he's like the main. I wouldn't say character, right? What would you yeah, call no, that? Yeah, no, totally. Dancing? We did we did sort of a reimagining of um, Aladdin a few years. That's back, right. And he, yeah. and he was our Aladdin. Um, that yeah. was a really fun fun production. It was an evening link show. We had a full band on stage. It was that was pretty special. Um, yeah. So he he definitely is has I, been a huge part of making all of this happen for many years. That's awesome. No, that's, that's but the so next cool. thing the next thing we've got coming up is um there's an organization in New York called Dance Now and they every year have um a series of performances at Joe's Pub, which is in the public theater. Um and we were supposed to go up there in September to be part of the festival. And because of COVID, it's now a digital thing. And so... Is this the late night coffee thing? No, the coffee thing is all done, unfortunately. But all of those videos are hanging out online. So if anybody's interested in, in, you know, listening to choreographers talk about... Well, it's very similar to what you and I just did, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... Oh, it's it's May 6th, I see. Yeah, is May sixth is the premiere of this new work, um, and actually Shadi's dancing it. So, so that's our next thing that we've got going on. We're sort of moving slower now because of because of the pandemic, but we um, we've got that performance coming up, and we just we just released a series of um, videos that are for inclusive like inclusive online learning for kids, you know, that maybe have disabilities of some sort um, and for the educators that work with them to use dance as a tool to, you know, find pleasure in their bodies and to find, you know, strength and power and boldness and, and, oh, that's and, a voice awesome. and all that stuff. So we, we just, we just launched that. And I think it's over 15 um, school districts in, uh, in North Texas are getting that content. So that just sort of launched. But other than that, our performances are sort of on pause for now. That's really cool, though. I, I, I like that. That's that's a very neat uh, thing to to do. Well, we have, a, we have a spectacular educator who's a friend of ours who actually choreographed for the company a couple of years ago, but his sister um, has Down syndrome. And so he's created this program and we've been helping him sort of expand it and push it out into the schools and, and um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool, cool project. And he's, he's pretty spectacular. His name is Owen Dillon and he has a, an organization called Red Rhino. And, and now, I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen you post a bunch of, uh, about different things and uh, I, I can't remember if it was recently or if it was a, a while ago, but, uh, Jacob's Pillow uh, was like a an outdoor theater, right? If I'm not yeah. mistaken, and that yeah, burned Jacob's down. Jacob's Pillow, it did. Um, so Jacob's Pillow is probably the biggest and most well recognized dance festival probably in the world. Um, and it really? happens every summer, and yeah, and it's in the Berkshires. It's just sort of 
we would always, when we've, we've been there twice on tour, the company, and we would fly into LaGuardia and then drive to the Berkshires. Um, but yeah, one of their theaters burned down in the middle of the winter. And so that was sort of tragic, but it's just a really sort of magical place where, you know, artists from all over the world collect in the summertime and there are performances in three different theaters. One of them is outdoors and that's the one that we've performed at a couple of times. Um, yeah. But yeah, Jacob's Pillow is sort of a sacred place for dance people. Wow. So that's, that sucks that that happened, but I mean, I'm sure they're going to build it again, right? They're going to, I imagine that they will find a way to, to make rebuild it or to, or to, you know, repurpose that, that space somehow. Yeah. No, I, 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 you know, I, I, I went through your website before. I, I like to do a little homework and whatnot and take notes and then, and then, you know, bring it up. But I, I, I saw on your website, you had, you know, um, your, your, your repertoire, I, I guess it would be called. Um, yeah. but like Pete, which was, uh, that, the, 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 it was, it was based off of Peter Pan, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Sort of reimagining Peter Pan, um, as sort of a queer love story and specifically from the black male perspective. Um, we sort yeah, of I thought felt that, this I thought musical. That that was pretty, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty neat. Cause it was, you, you said it was, it was, it was, it was, it was based from from the uh, a black version, right? Uh, and and then on top of that, you know, you said it was queer, and and I I thought it was really neat. I again, these are things that I wasn't able to uh, see, but you know, I was I was I was interested in seeing that one for sure. Uh, then there was uh, the uh, Aladdin one. That one that one looked awesome. Um, and then there was the Big Bad Wolf. I remember. Uh, hearing about that that was uh was that that was you guys right yeah that was you guys. yeah that was us yeah i sort of smashed together a bunch of boogeyman stories like our you know all different versions of the boogeyman and we actually premiered that one in south korea we got to, i got to take the company south korea to premiere that at the opera house there and um they got to meet the korean branch of the company and take class at the studio and work with the korean national company which was really fun um, but yeah, I don't know. There's something about taking these iconic stories like Aladdin and Peter Pan and Sherlock Holmes and sort of thinking about what it is about these stories that have lasted so long that have caused so many people to reinterpret or to borrow those characters. And what do those original texts look like? You know, what are the pieces that we've left behind and why? And what are the pieces that we've hung on to? And are they really part of the original source material or is it something cultural that we've you know invented or that you know we've brought along from our you know for for most of us for you and me for our generation aladdin is the 1992 disney film you know yeah 100 and if you go a, a generation back it's probably you know some other um interpretation of aladdin with like film actors um and the same thing for peter pan i think there's you know there's depending on which generation you are and your kids now, I mean, Aladdin is probably going to mean Will Smith and not Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. I think there's something interesting about those characters and reimagining what they mean in our, in our culture. And and it's funny, it's funny because that's my biggest complaint about 
uh, I don't even know how to say it. That's my biggest complaint about Hollywood is that I feel like they just keep on remaking things. But I like I like the way the way that you spun that, which is, you know, it's it's a way uh, that that the new generation interprets it, and 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 they keep certain things and leave certain things out. Like like I I didn't know this until the producers became very popular, but the producers was was a film back in 1967, and it was it was um, uh, <clears throat> Mel Brooks wrote it obviously, uh, so that was normal. But it was Gene Wilder was Leo Bloom. And then it was, I don't even know the guy, but it was something Mostel or something like Zero Mostel was Max Yalistock. And it was just a straight movie. It wasn't even a musical. And then, you know, later on down the road, Mel, who I love, I love Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is um, probably one of the best, you know, producers in the world in, in history, in my opinion. Um, well, and I think we paved the way for, for like Seth MacFarlane and for American dad and oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So that sort I of mean, borderline humor. What's, what's, what's funny to me is, you know, he, he did the producers back in like 1967 or something, late sixties. Late Early to mid seventies, he did Young Frankenstein, which was hysterical, and then he did Blazing Saddles, uh, which, I mean, I, I don't know if any, I don't know if you've seen Blazing Saddles, but that will oh, yes. never, never be allowed to pass nowadays. Like, I legit bought a copy of Blazing Saddles because I'm afraid that people are, you know, the world is too PC. You know, like sometimes you know, you you, you, know, you have to just lighten up and, and realize that he was. A tr- like he was a, a a trendsetter, I guess, or like a trail. Like he he didn't care, and he like set the road, like you said, for the Seth MacFarlanes, for the you know for the Simpsons, he set the road for. He set the road for all of these you know these uh, uh, co- comedy slash uh, whatever, uh, and and it was it was awesome. I I really truly love watching Mel Brooks. You know, I, the History of the World Part One. You know, different things like that, and then when you when you find out that he has done some of these other things, you're like, oh wow, I didn't even realize that he was a part of that. Uh, and and you know, so whatever. But that 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 that's my point is I I just absolutely am so um, uh, so into it. And and when when we talked about the producers, that brought me on to the whole Mel Brooks tangent. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tangent. I'll I'll I'll, I'll divert with you. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, re- realistically, um, so you you have you have that uh, going on in May, and then that leaves us a lot of time to focus on our musical, and and I'm I'm really into it. I uh, uh, little by little, just because I've been busy too, uh, but uh, little by little, I'm I'm you know adding more notes to here and here and you know, picking out, I, I have, you know, the, all the songs I want in there. I have, you know, all the different uh, scenes that I, I have envisioned. And I'm I'm really stoked because I know that you will go ahead and, and really take it to the next level as far as like taking it off the paper or, or, or even out of my mind, you'll take it out of my mind and, and turn it into something that is uh, truly going to be, going to be fun. Uh, so 
I'm 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 super stoked about that. So we should uh we should do that. Super exciting. <laughs> we uh we're gonna we're gonna definitely definitely make it happen this year. It's we're it's only January. But, you know we're we're at the end of January, so we will uh we'll we'll go ahead and uh and make it for sure. I don't know when how long it takes to develop things and get approvals and things like that from certain people, but Rod, if you're listening. <laughs> go ahead and go, go ahead and go ahead and approve of this. <laughs> oh, so, uh, anything else you want to you want to talk about? I I I uh I hit all the all the points that I I wanted to talk about because I was yeah I was you really totally did in what you were what you were doing and things like that and wanted to get your name out there. So, uh, but well, if there's anything that, anything you want to talk about, we're 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 free. If not, uh, we'll we'll definitely have you on again uh, to talk about the progress of our music. Yes. Yes, how to make it? How we? How are we gonna make it? <laughs> that's yeah, and you know what? That 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 will be. We'll we'll we should doc not not necessarily document it like in a documentary style, but we should definitely document certain aspects of it. And, and how how do you make a musical, or how do you make a, uh, you know, a, a music a dance musical? Because I, you know, I I still am. Like, I'm not. I told you already. I don't know how to put words, you know, like dialogue in there, put words in, into, you know, characters and things like that. And I, I, I think I shared with you over deep dish pizza. I shared with you that I, I think it, like it would even work if we did kind of uh, the musical that they did with Billy Joel, um, where it was called moving out. Uh, and it was all Billy Joel's music, but um it was it was all interpretive dance, so it was cool. It changed scenes, and and they did all these different things. But every song, it 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 told the story, and and it flowed so well. Um, it was uh, Twyla Tharp um, was the one who, yep. who who created it, uh, and man, it was uh, it was it was just very very cool. It was a different musical. When I first saw it, I was like, man, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to like this because it's just, and I, and I was just like, I'm used to musicals where they are talking and then they break into song and things like that. But this is just dancing. And then, you know, they break into song and, and, and the dancers weren't even the ones singing, which I thought was weird. It was a band that was elevated above the stage uh, that, that did it. And I was like, man, you know what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you know, see this again. So I saw it a second time and, the second time I, I started focusing on different things and I was like, man, this is really a very interesting thing. Cause you, you focus a little bit more, right? It's not, it's yeah. not for the, the, the lazy, like I'm going to sit back and just be entertained. You have to focus a little bit more. And, and I was like, man, this is, this is really cool. So well, I do have to say, I, I also saw, I had a buddy who was in it and, and when it came on tour, he stayed with me um, and I saw, and I saw the show and I really, I really enjoyed it too. And it, you know, it introduced me some to some Billy Joel songs that I didn't know, which was really fun. I always like to find things, find new things. But I think that if if something isn't entertaining, then probably the creators haven't done their job. So our number one job is to always entertain first, and then and then deliver whatever it is we're trying to deliver. But we're entertainers first and foremost. That's our sort of our purpose. So our goal, Jeremy, is to entertain first. And if entertain first. Going to be 
yeah, and if anybody thinks that it's going to be too hard to understand, then we should probably do better. We should probably do better. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I listen. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I, I love it. I, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm revigorated. I, I, I had a nice, you know, you know, busy season and whatnot. And now I'm relaxing, and, and, and now I'm, I'm back at it. I'm like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be the year we do it. So, uh, I look forward to it. Everybody's gonna look forward to it. It's gonna be, uh, produced by Dark Circles and the Instant Journeyman Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Uh, so, but no, I, I, I can't thank you enough for taking your time out. I know you're a busy dude. Um, uh, but I, I really wanted to get on, uh, get you on the podcast cause I, I, I love talking to you. You're, you're, you're really fun and you're really, you know, kind of just very, uh, very, uh, enjoyable. Like I, I, like when we met in Chicago, I had, I had such a great time at dinner. So I, I was like, you know what, when I had this, when I started the podcast, I was like, I, I want to get you on. I want you to talk about, you know, choreography. I want you to talk about what you're doing and all all the fun things you're doing. And you're doing some things that are, you know, out of out of the norm. You know, when uh, when you when you talk about the different works that you're doing and you're 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 I wouldn't say pushing the limits, but you're 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 doing things that nor- like normally people are like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to go there, right? With Pete, I think that that was. Right. That was that was a very, you know, not risque, but that was a very different uh, thing that you've done that I, I don't think a lot of people uh, have, have seen before. So I, I, I applaud you for that. That was really cool. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. I really do. That was definitely a huge challenge for me, but that's an entirely different podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that'll be that'll be another podcast, another uh, more serious, more more deep uh, podcast. But. Uh, this was this was fun, and uh, I, I want to go ahead and uh, and just say thank you, and we'll end it there. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. This episode is sponsored by Eat Right Foods, the official partner of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabers. So if you're looking to eat like a professional athlete, or you just want to improve your life by eating cleaner and freeing up time for those things that really matter in life. Eat Right Foods provides a huge assortment of high-quality foods with easy online ordering and kitchen-to-door delivery. Uh, If you're in the Buffalo area, you can do pickup. Or if you are anywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and order online where all meals are just $10 each. Shipping to the East Coast is included, and all Midwest and West Coast orders have a flat rate for shipping. Uh, Orders are due every Thursday by noon. And then you get them the following week. Uh, All orders will be shipped out uh, the following Monday. And boom, meals to your door. So check out eatrightfoods.com. Giggy Bank Payment Tracker. Uh, Whether you are a dog walker, personal trainer, or anything, um, you can save time tracking your self-employment income, right? If you use spreadsheets, notebooks, or really nothing at all, then Giggy Bank's for you. You can download today, and your first three clients are free. Uh, it's very easy to use. Giggy Bank tracks a single balance for each client. Enter gigs to track work done and increase the balance and payments to uh, bring the balance down. It's as simple as that. So uh, check out Giggy Bank in the app stores. All right, and SaberCon. For all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida, reach out to Jim or Scott at SaberCon. And last but certainly not least, 
uh, VitFit Keys uh, is one of the best uh, trainers with uh, Melissa. She will get your butt into shape. So thank you all, and have a great week.